This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tina Balanta, as she brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. First Kings chapter 18. I'll read from verses 41 to 45, 46. This morning we're going to be talking about the topic, the sound of rain. The sound of rain. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth, and put his face between his knees, and said to his servant, Go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy, thy chariot and get thee down, down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. He didn't say there was a small rain. He said there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. The reading of the Lord's word is blessed in Jesus' name. God, we're not looking at it, but if you go to verse 2 of this same um, chapter 18, God had told Elijah to go and tell King Ahab that there was going to be rain. That was the message God gave Elijah. So what Elijah was saying in verse 41 was delivering a message that he had been given by God. He was just delivering the message God gave him. And he told Ahab, go and sort yourself out. Whatever you need to do before you start your journey, go and sort it out. Make sure you refresh yourself. Make sure you're doing good. And then start going because there's going to be rain. There's going to be rain. There's going to be rain coming after you. And you find that the early rain most of the time is the start of a change in seasons. The early rain is mostly the start of a change in season because this was the first rain for them after a three-year drought. There had been a drought on their nation for three years. So everywhere was dry. And when God said there's going to be rain, this would be the early rain. And it was marking the beginning of a change of seasons in that land. For me, the first easiest thing I can liken it to is our own early rains. Because the season just before the rains for us, uh, well, there might be a little bit of transition in between, but on the average, the season before the rains for us is very dusty. Very dusty, very dry. We have the leftover of the Hamatan wind, the Hamatan dust from November, December into January. We have ev everything is looking red and dusty and nothing looks clean and fresh, you know? 
But when the early rain comes, what it does is it washes, wipes away, cleans everywhere. And you find that the dry harshness, the, dry, the harsh dryness of the weather. In fact, this week has been a wonderful week, <laughs> weather-wise, because it's rained. Hallelujah. We had the first rain, the second rain, and the third rain. And everything looks fresh, everything looks better because there is a change in seasons. Now, one thing with our nation is that one thing with life generally for people is that the atmosphere has been quite harsh the last few years for people. Things have been harsh economically. Things have been harsh for people emotionally. Things have been very difficult for people spiritually. But one thing I sense in my spirit is that the reign of the spirit is going to push away all this harshness and bring about a healing in this land in the name of Jesus. Things have been quite difficult, really difficult for people the last few years. But the God we serve is a God of times and seasons. And he's a God that once he notes that the time has changed, once he knows that the season has changed, he doesn't wait for anybody to tell him to act. He acts on his own. And once he acts on his own, things will definitely change. And that's what we're going to see even in our land in the name of Jesus. Our people have prayed as, as, as a body of Christ, as a body of Christ in this nation. People have prayed a lot. And in Second Chronicles 7.14, the Bible says, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves. Second Chronicles 7.14, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will heal their land. God is said to bring healing to this land in the name of Jesus. He's said to bring healing into our lives in the name of Jesus. He's said to bring change even into our lives in the name of Jesus. God told Elijah that rain was about to come. It didn't look like it. It didn't look like rain was about to come, but God told Elijah he was going to send rain on the earth. And Elijah, as a delivery boy, very simple, he, he delivered the message. Ahab, go and eat, go and drink. The sound of rain is coming. The sound of rain is coming. God sets times in our calendar. He's the one that has a set time. It's not our own responsibility. Our own responsibility is to pray. Our own responsibility is to stand on the word. Our own responsibility is to make our confessions. Because one thing with God is faith is now. But when it comes to the manifestation of, of what we are trusting God for, it is in his own hands. It's in his own hands. Psalm 102 verse 13 says, You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. The time to favor Zion has come. The time to favor Zion has come. One thing about time that is set is it can be changed, but the set time can never be changed. So if God says the set time has come to favor you, it means you should prepare yourself for his favor to come upon your lives in the name of Jesus. Prepare yourselves. Because when God says the set time has come, set time cannot change. The time that is set can change, but set time cannot change. Let me give you an, um, an example. 
the time that is set for babies to be born is after nine months. After 40 weeks. Right? How many babies wait for that nine months? How many babies reach 40 weeks exactly? Some babies after 37 weeks, they will tell you they are tired. In fact, some babies after 28 weeks, they will tell you they are tired. <laughs> and there is nothing the mother can do. There is nothing the hospital can do. The babies come out. Why is that? Because the time that is set is a general time. But the set time is only God that has that in his hands. So there are things about your life that people might have said there is a general time that is set about it too. But when Baba God says the set time for that thing has come, there's nothing that can stop it from coming to pass. There's nothing that can stop it from coming to manifest because the set time is in God's hands. It's in God's hands. And God will favor you in this season in the name of Jesus. Jairus' daughter, Mark chapter 5. There was a set time and there was a time set for her. The devil set a time for Jairus' daughter. One thing about time that is set is it can always be changed. Time that is set can be changed, but set time cannot be changed. Jairus' daughter had a time set for her. Not by God, but by the, by the enemy. In verse 22, the Bible says, And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. Verse 35. While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest the master? Why troublest thou the master anymore? The time had been set for her to die. But the person who holds times and season in his hands said there is a different plan for this girl's life. The enemy might have told you that your business will die and will not resurrect in this season. The enemy might have told you that the dreams you've trusted God for, the things you have believed him for, the things you have nursed in your heart all these years, they are not going to come to fruition. They will not come to life because that is what he has planned. His own plan is that those dreams will die. But I'm here to tell you this morning that the set time has come for God to bring those dreams back to life. And they will be made manifest before your own very eyes in the name of Jesus. The set time is God's being overall. Is being God being on the throne. Is God saying, Satan, you can do what you like. The devil, you can do what you like. But at this time, I'm coming to tell you that I'm king of kings and I'm lord of lords. And there is nothing you can do to stop my plan for my children. That's the thing. That's the thing. So, Jairus' daughter, there was a time that was set. But Jesus, in verse 36, as soon as he heard the words that were spoken, he said, 
don't be afraid. Only believe. All he was saying is, this girl is in my hands. The set time for her death is not today. That's what he was saying. The set time for her to go is not today. So just calm down, relax. You will see the salvation of the Lord even in this situation. That's what he said. And when he was coming, verse 39, I'm just skipping verses here and there. And when he was come in, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talitha kumi, which is being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straight away the damsel arose and walked, for she was the age of 12 years, and they were astonished with a great astonishment. Your enemies will be astonished with a great astonishment when the things about you rise back to their feet in the name of Jesus. They will be astonished. They will come and look at you and say, hey, we thought, we thought. You know how all those we thought. They will continue totting. <laughs> but it will not come to pass in the name of Jesus. The set time for God over your life, over your family, over all that concerns you is what will come to pass and it is what will stand in the name of Jesus. They were astonished. But the set time for her to die had not come. The girl lived to fulfill the number of her days here on earth. You will live to fulfill the number of your days here on earth in the name of Jesus. With long life he has satisfied you. And he will show you his salvation in the land of the living in Jesus' name. Satisfied with long life. Satisfaction with long life. If you are not satisfied with 100, 120 is waiting. 120 in strength and in health. 120 in strength and in health. You'll get that far and you'll fulfill destiny in the name of Jesus. So the set time for you to experience the outpourings of the rain upon your life has changed. And that set time is now. And you're going to experience God's blessings upon you in a great way in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 12 verses 54 and 55. Jesus was talking to um, the multitudes. He was teaching them. And he said, whenever you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately you say a shower is coming. We're all the same. Anytime you see the cloud on one side, you be like, say rain one fall. It looks like. And so it is so. And when you see the south wind blow, you say there will be hot weather. And there is. That's the thing. When the sky changes, when the color of the sky changes, everybody knows that rain is about to fall. And for those of us that are in the houses, especially mothers, that's when you remember that you washed and the clothes are housed outside. That's when you remember that the, there's a particular window that when the wind starts blowing, it makes noise. You remind children, the children, go and close the window. Go and bring the clothes in. Did we dry anything outside? Did we put any rice outside to dry? Is there any, go and bring the things in. You are preparing to make sure that the rain doesn't fall. If you're going out, that's when you take an umbrella. Somebody was telling me the other day that he went out and um, it was not raining when he went out. He went to play a match. So on his way coming, the sky that was clear and was not raining all of a sudden changed. And between where he played football and where his house was, he got so drenched that he was wondering, God, why didn't I even have common sense to carry an umbrella? 
you'll have common sense to carry what you need to carry in this season in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is a change in the atmosphere and it looks like rain. And that rain will fall upon you in a great dimension in the name of Jesus. One thing about God's set time is it does not always follow the best timing. It doesn't always follow the best timing. It doesn't follow the natural man's way of things. That's why, like, when I started, I gave the illustration of babies. The natural timing for a baby is nine months. But a baby that decides to come at seven months, if that's God's set time for that child, that child will live. That child will survive. That child will grow faster than the other one, the senior one or the junior one that comes at 40 weeks. That child might end up being more intelligent. Because one thing is God set times does not follow the natural situation. So don't use the eye of the natural to look at things and gauge when the rain will fall over your life. Learn to keep your eyes on God. Learn to keep your eyes focused on God and on what he has told you. Because it is his word that makes a difference. And it's his word that causes the labor to start and the delivery to come forth in the name of Jesus. The set time for David to be anointed kings was an interesting time. There was still a king on the throne when David was anointed as king. We all know the story of David. There was a king on the throne when he was anointed to be king. But God anointed him because God had a plan for that young man's life. And God needed the oil on his head to be publicized so that people know. The prophet was worried, Samuel, prophet Samuel was worried. He said, look, people know and you know my head. But God said, don't worry, go and do it. Go and do it. So when you hear that it's going to rain, don't look at your natural circumstances and say, God, it has not rained for the last 20 years. Is it today it is going to start raining? If God says it's going to start raining over you today, that rain will come in the name of Jesus. Everything in your life that has been dry and barren, Everything in your life that has been stunted and has refused to grow. Everything in your life that has been marking time and has refused to go forward. I call for the reign of God upon it this morning in the name of Jesus. The enemy cannot stop the blessings of God where you are concerned. Especially when God has said it is time. Because verse 2, God gave the instructions. God told the prophet, go and say, tell the, the king that rain is coming. Go and tell the king that rain is coming. That was what happened. Elijah did not talk on his own. Elijah obeyed instructions. And that's why when the rain came in verse 44, 45, 6, you find that the Bible says the sky was very dark and the rain was heavy. Heavy rain will fall over you in this season. And you'll be shocked by what God will do for you in the name of Jesus. Faith in the words of God leads to our speaking it forth and acting on it. Faith in the word of God, in the words of God, lead to our speaking it forth and acting upon it. Verse 41, Elijah said to Ahab, he had faith in God's word. God gave him a message. And because he believed the words of God, he believed what God had told him. He just said straight to Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink, because there is a sound of abundance of rain. If you look further down, the rain had not started. There was no sign. There was no sign. 
Because verse 42 says it was after he told Ahab, um, Ahab that there's a sound of abundance of rain that he went into the position of prayer, the posture of prayer, and he started praying and started interceding. So he had a part to play to bring that dream to pass. He had a part to play to make sure God's word came to pass. What is your own part this morning? Your own part is to keep standing on the word. Having done all to stand, stand. Having done all to stand, you keep standing. You keep your confession straight. You keep saying what God has said about you. Because God is not a man that he will lie. If he has said something concerning your life and you hold him to that word, that word will come to pass where you are concerned. Because all Elijah was doing was he was praying and he was telling God, God, you said I should tell this king. I have told the king, God, that rain must come. You cannot allow me to be called a liar. People might think you're a liar. People might think your God is a weak God. But I'm here to tell you this morning that the God we serve, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, he is not a liar. When the set time comes, he's going to turn things around to his glory in your life in the name of Jesus. God is not a liar. Because God told um, Elijah, go and tell the king it's going to rain. We didn't read it in the first verse, um, the first service we looked at it earlier. Before the rains came, Elijah called the prophets of Baal. He said, you people say you, your God is a big God. Okay, let your God uh, consume the sacrifice that we are going to put here. For how many hours till day, they were cutting themselves, they were jumping, they were shouting, they were doing everything. Their God was asleep. Your God is not asleep in Jesus' name. <laughs> Their God was asleep. Their God was deaf. In fact, that's what Elijah was saying. He said, maybe he's asleep. Maybe he went on Yahoo. <laughs> maybe he went to look for somebody. Maybe somebody had a more pressing problem that is bigger than your own, so he forgot about you. Elijah kept taunting them. But when it was the time of Jehovah Almighty God, he made it difficult for God. He cut the sacrifice. He put the sacrifice on the altar that he had repaired. He poured water, one. He poured water, two. He poured water, three. In fact, so much so that the trenches were overflowing with water. He now said, God, you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Come and show yourself strong in our behalf. And when he said that, fire consumed everything plus the water. Everything that needs to be consumed in your life, the Lord will consume it in the name of Jesus. And as it is consumed, the rain of the Spirit will fall upon you in a great dimension in the name of Jesus. You'll fall. So faith, Abraham, uh, sorry, Elijah had faith in God's words. He had faith in God's words and he declared those words. He spoke those words. He now went to act on the words. His action was his prayers. What's your own action? Your own action will be your confession. Father, I thank you because you said this is the season of open doors. Father, I thank you because doors are opening for me in this season. Father, I thank you because you said this is a season of compensation and acceleration. Father, I see speed over my life. I see speed over my family. I see speed over the works of my hand. That is your confession. That is your faith in God's words. You know the specific words God has given you. Your faith in those words comes out through your mouth. And as we keep saying what God says about us, you'll find that the windows will open 
over your lives and the surprises of God will shower you with great blessings in the name of Jesus. James 5, 17 and 18. The Bible says Elijah was a human being just like we are. Because a lot of times when you look at the book of Elijah, people say it's because he was a prophet. They say because he was a man of God. But James says he was as human as we are. And yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the, rain, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. Your prayers have effectual power and your prayers will cause doors to open over your lives in this season. The woman with the issue of blood, she had faith in the words of Jesus and she acted on those words. She acted on her faith. Mark chapter 5 verse 27. The woman with the issue of blood, she had faith in the words of Jesus. She had been hearing stories about the healing of people. I'm sure she had seen people she knew get healed. So she heard the words of Jesus through the mouths of other people. Her faith was built up. And she started talking to herself. She started talking to herself. The more you speak God's words to yourself, the more your faith is built up. The more you bring yourself to a position where you know that you know that you know that God is not a liar. And what he has said over your life, he's going to bring to pass. So that was what happened with the woman. The Bible says in verse 27, when she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, that was her faith talking. And her touching him was her faith in action. If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straight away, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Her faith manifested in her body being healed. Your faith manifests this season in God visiting you, even in the area where you need him to visit you the most in the name of Jesus. We are trusting him for increase, increase in finances. God will visit you in your finances in the name of Jesus. If you need his touch in your body, he will touch you and strengthen you beyond your expectations in the name of Jesus. What he has said about you, he's going to do. What he has said about you, God is going to do. What he has said about our nation, God is going to do. It might not look like it, but remember, God does not do things the way man will do things. Neither does he do things in the timing of man. He has his own timing. He has his own way of doing things. He is God Almighty. There is none like him. There is none like him. So when he is ready to make a difference in our nation, God will do it to the glory of his own name. And men will be left with mouths open in Jesus' name. How do you prepare for the rain in the natural? We carry our containers out. Those of us, I was telling that... Uh, Growing up, I spent a lot of my long holidays in the village. And that was basically the rainy season. We didn't have taps then. I don't even know if they have taps now. It's a long time I've gone that side. <laughs> but I remember that my grandmother always had these earthen pots. 
that she used to fetch water. She had a water business. That's the surprising thing. She had a water business. But the earthen pots were what we were used in the house. To cook, to bath, to do everything. It was the water that was stored. So when it's, the season is coming, she'll tell us, make sure the pots are clean. Go and make sure the pots are sitting, you know, under the, at the right angle where the water will pour. The zinc, the right, the corners. That's where she lined them. I'll always remember that picture. <laughs> Line them up. We, we made sure that we made, all the containers were kept very well because it was going to rain. And the ones that had water, we made sure we covered them back with their covers. But the ones that had no water, we removed the pot covers so that rain will fall inside. What is your own preparation for the rain that is about to come? What is your preparation for the rain that is about to come? Because there's a rain going to come upon your life. A rain of abundance, a rain of healing, a rain of peace. A rain of things beyond your expectation. How are you preparing for that rain? May you not be met unprepared in this season in the name of Jesus. May you not be met unprepared. Because this is the time you need to start reminding God of his promises. Maybe there are things that you know that you know that you know that God told you he will do. But time has gone. And it has gotten to a point where in fact you have, you, you, you have pushed the thing under uh, your mattress and you said, God, forget about this thing. Maybe it was me that was talking to myself. You know, there are some promises of God. You start asking yourself, well, maybe it is me that was telling myself. I'm sure God didn't tell me. I'm here to tell you this morning that God says he was the one talking to you. Go and dust that dream back up. Go and pick it up from under your mattress or where you have kept it and start to remind God of the words that he spoke to you concerning those promises. And as you remind God of his promises, you remind him of his words that he spoke where those things are concerned. When the rain comes, the rain will fall upon that promise. The rain will fall upon that desire of yours. The rain will fall upon that dream. And that dream will manifest before your very eyes in the name of Jesus. What God says he will do, he's going to do. He doesn't need your help. He just needs you to position yourself aright. And once we are positioned in the right places, the rain will fall in our lives and will overflow over our lives, even to the lives of other people in the name of Jesus. So this is the time we need to start going to God with his promises. Father, your word says by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. I've been trusting you for the last how many years, Father? I'm still holding on to that word. And I'm trusting you for that healing to be made manifest. Father, your word says I should be fruitful and multiply. This is my season of fruit multiplication. Father, I thank you because I'll multiply in this season. Father, I thank you because your word says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And This is the time you bring out your scriptures. It is not the time when you are talking religion. This is the time when you are talking to God back what he has given you. That's how we prepare. And as we prepare right, we will eat what God says we'll eat in this season in the name of Jesus. God's word says he'll turn our captivities around. This is when the captivity will be turned around. And this is when the windows of heaven will be opened over your lives in the name of Jesus. So Ahab went out to eat and to drink, verse 42. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. He started praying. 
He was calling for the rain that God had already said he was going to send. He was telling God, God, I have prepared, I have cleaned, I have done my own part. Now it's your turn. Now it's your turn. And while he was calling on God and he was preparing, while he was playing his own part, he kept sending his messenger, he kept sending his servant, go and check, I'm expecting some visitors. <laughs> go and check, I am expecting something. Where is your expectation in this season? Your expectation needs to be high. You need to be waking up on a daily basis and saying, Father, this is the day when that knock will come. Father, this is the day when that rain will fall. Father, this is the day. This is the day. And as you keep your expectations high, that day will take you by surprise in the name of Jesus. We have a part to play in bringing the promises down. So as we meditate on the word, as we speak on the word, as we act on the word, there is no stopping the manifestation. The manifestation will come before your very eyes and before the eyes of people around you in the name of Jesus. Elijah told Ahab, in fact, when the servant came and told him, look, I can see a cloud the size of a man's hand. Verse 45, it says, in the meanwhile, the heavens became black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain. Before then, verse 44, he sent his servant, go and tell Ahab to start running. Go and tell Ahab to start running. You will be the one to tell people when it's time to start running because the rain will catch them on our ways, but you will be prepared and you'll catch all that belongs to you even in this season in the name of Jesus. Ahab rode and went to Jezreel, but I, I would like to believe that Ahab got caught in the rain. Because the Bible says there was a great rain. It was after it says there was a great rain. It now says Ahab rode and went. The sign was small. But the man of God was satisfied and he stood up. The sign might be small before you. Sometimes when it is raining, it starts gradual. It starts small. Sometimes there are this type of rain that rains very small for, for some time. Then after a while, before you turn and you come back, you say, ah, where did it, what happened? It becomes very heavy. No matter how small it is that it starts, the rain is as it's coming into your hands. Know that the beginning might be small, but the latter end will be bigger than your expectations in the name of Jesus. Because sometimes we are so, our eyes are so focused on the big that when we see the rain, we don't thank God for the small. But if it is the season, the set time for you, it might not necessarily start out bois. But whether it starts small or it starts big, set time is set time. Your house must be open. Your windows must be open. Your doors must be open. Everything about you must be open. As, as you leave those things open before the Lord, he will cause the things to be filled beyond your expectations in the name of Jesus. Psalm 126. I'll round up with Psalm 126. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those that dreamt. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. That's what God says where this season is concerned. Let me read it to the end. 
Bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing forth seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. You'll come out with rejoicing in this season because you'll come out with your sheaves in the name of Jesus. Your captivity is being turned around in this season and things are turning around for your good in the name of Jesus. Take your eyes off the natural. Take your eyes off what you can see, what's going on around you. And keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes focused on the word of God. Keep your eyes focused on the promises of God. As you do that in this season, you'll find that the windows of heaven that open over your head will be bigger than your expectations. And your pot will fill to overflowing. Your homes will fill to overflowing. Your tables will fill to overflowing with the blessings of God upon your life, even in this season, in the name of Jesus. Let's rise to our feet this morning. The promises of God where we are concerned, they are yes. When God says there's a sound of rain, it means there's a sound of rain. It means there's a sound of rain. So it's time for you to start talking to God about your expectations. If you are not prepared, in the first service, one of the things I said was we needed to get rid of some things. There might be things like unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, pride, depression. There might be things like that in our hearts, in our lives. If you feel there might be something that God will look at, will look at and it will not allow the blessings to come your way, just take one minute and talk to God about it. Just talk to God. Father, if there is anything in me, if I am angry and I have refused to forgive somebody, Father, if, if somebody has offended me and I'm, I've been bitter and I refuse to let go, Father, if there's something that has caused me to be depressed, I let go of those things. Just, just clear your hearts before God so that when that um, visitation comes, it will locate your house. It will locate your house. It will locate your house. Because the Bible says the set time to favor you has come. The set time to visit you. The set time to make a difference in your life. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you, we thank you for your word. We thank you because the sound of rain is in the spirit. It, it, it's there. We can hear that sound of abundance of rain. Lord, even as your children look at you and they keep their eyes on you, Lord, even as we keep our eyes focused on you on a daily basis, I declare and decree that we will walk into that rainy season over our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, I declare that the rains will fall over the businesses of your people in the name of Jesus. Areas of our lives that have been dry for years, areas of our lives that have been full of pain and hurt and anger for years and we felt like you have forgotten and abandoned us. Father, I call for the rain of your healing over those areas in the name of Jesus. I call for the rain of your increase over our businesses in the name of Jesus. I call for the rain of your peace over our hearts and minds in the name of Jesus. Father, there are things in the lives of your people that have been crying for years and they've been like, God has forgotten. Father, this is a season where you'll visit your people. I ask, Father, that you'll shower your blessings in a greater dimension in the name of Jesus. The, your prophet said the sound of abundance of rain. Father, I call forth abundant rain over this church family. I call forth abundant rain over this state. I call forth abundant rain over this nation. And I declare that things will turn around even according to your plan for our lives in the name of Jesus. 
Father, we bless you. We appreciate you. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.